This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham and with me today, of course, is the very absolutely fantastic Jojo. And according to me and other people, we are live on YouTube today. Hello, Jojo. Hello, Graham. We are live. We is live. Live in the flesh. Yeah, yeah. Jojo, how you been, Jojo? I've been okay. You've been all right? How was your week? It was stupid. (laughs) <laughs> the week is always stupid, but I don't even know. Yeah, I'm, not, just, I'm, not, I'm not gonna play with that. The week it is freaking stupid. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible. You know, it wasn't earth-shakingly bad or anything, but it wasn't good, and it was just stupid. All right, well, let's drink to the stupid week. Is that <laughs> is that something we can do? Actually, I, I don't see why not. I no, mean, it just started raining like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> That's exciting. I mean, really, 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 dude. Can you hear it? I just heard something. Yes. That was, <laughs> wow, that's fun. We, I haven't seen rain since February, so. Oh, really, man? You guys are bad over there. <laughs> Holy shit. Really? I think there's been a few sprinkles, but like actual rain, rain. Yeah, I think the last time was February. My goodness. This I is could be insane. Wrong. If I'm wrong, the internet will happily tell me I'm wrong. So. Oh, yeah. You know, the internet is always there for that. Yeah, absolutely. They are good at that. You yeah. were wrong and you need to be canceled. Yes. <laughs> well, Jojo, the reason we are live today, of course, as you know, is because this week the Emmys, Emmy nominees were announced and we have to go over that. Yeah. If it's yeah, still, it's if it's still relevant, isn't it? It's the it's the law. We haven't been live in a long time, Jojo, haven't we? No, we really haven't been live in a very long time. So, hello, everyone. Yeah, the last time we were live was on the day after the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, man. Uh, so, you, can you hear the thunder, everyone? Uh, it literally started raining once we went live, so thank you for that. In the immortal words of, you know, Fleetwood Mac, thunder only happens when it's raining, so. Okay. We'll take that. Or maybe it's Stevie Nicks, but either way. (laughs) We'll take that at face value. (laughs) So, Jojo, before we get started with the nominations and our predictions, of course, we are going to talk about the big surprises and the snubs. You know, Mm -hmm. any big ones for you? Surprise or snub? I was surprised that Yellowstone wasn't nominated really for anything. Yeah. I haven't watched Yellowstone, I should say, but I do know that it's kind of like a critical darling as well as a masses darling so i was expecting i was kind of expecting it to kind of sweep things and my other one was pachinko i thought that it would be in with something because it it is a very very good show and for it to be snubbed was a surprise for me but the other one that i was surprised that that was nominated was the series about uh inventing anna I was surprised that it got nominations. You were surprised about that one? Yeah, I was surprised. I have to say, I don't know why, but like inventing Anna wasn't really everybody's cup of tea. No, I don't know why either. And I I felt, I mean, I thought it was, was pretty good. I know we did a show about it, I, but I just, for whatever reason, wasn't expecting it to get anything just because there were so many other shows that people were nuts over. I, I think... <laughs> It's maybe I'm going a little bit out of way here, but I think a lot of people, the show or the story of Anna Sorokin rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because Mm. this is a foreigner who made Americans, especially rich Americans, look like fools. True. This is uh, true. And that is probably somehow unforgivable. If it were the other way around, uh, if it were a regular American Joe who went to, I don't know, Luxembourg or Germany or Switzerland or anywhere and portrayed to be some rich asshole and, you know, fooled a lot of people. Movies would be made about it and he probably would be a a folk hero. 
You're right. For the longest time. But a Russian immigrant from Germany to <laughs> into the United States and, and getting away with that kind of shit is uh, a little bit pro- perhaps uh, rubbed people's ego the wrong way. I don't know if I'm if I'm addressing that the you know if I'm seeing it too much one way or or the other. No, I don't think so at all. I think, you know, when we talked about the uh the series, we kind of touched on that a bit that you know, we talked about Frank Abagnale and how he's, you know, like a a folk hero being a I mean, he was an American himself, but he essentially did basically the same thing. He conned rich people out of money and got himself into positions that he really didn't deserve to be in. (laughs) And, and it's kind of like, Oh, it's so cute. You know, like, but it's an adorable story. Whereas people just really despise Anna. So I, yeah, I I completely think you're right. It's a, it's a, a cultural slash misogynistic thing. So. Yeah. 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 There's also that, you know, because I remember back in the early two thousands, when it was cool to be anti-Bush and the whole thing, like, you know, because the second Bush term, you know, everybody was an anti-Bush and anti-war and shit. And uh, I remember every late night TV and everything was like pretty much all the jokes were about Bush and the dumbness and the stupidity of him and whatever. But then Hugo Chavez, who was alive at the time, during a speech at the UN, uh, sort of like went after George Bush with with words and sort of like said, uh, I remember him saying something like, you know, the devil was standing right here a few minutes ago and I can still smell the sulfur or something. Yes, I remember And, And Americans went wild. Like, I may not like my president, but how dare you talk about my president? I'm like, y'all motherfuckers say worse. (laughs) <laughs> yes. What, what are we doing? You yes. guys say worse. You like in your mind, this is the dumbest motherfucker to ever be president of anywhere. And yeah. yet another president says something about it. Like you, you wanna go wild so that yeah. tomorrow you can go back and say worse about him again? Like this yeah. is dumb. But you know, yeah. That's well, I- when I figured out, okay, Americans have a really funny way of thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember too, you know, around the same time, the band that used to be known as the Dixie Chicks, you know, one of them came out and said something about the president and then they, they like they, their careers were essentially over yeah, yeah, at that point. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, like you said, all the male comedians and, and everything, everybody was talking bad about Bush at the time, but, you know, God forbid a country woman say any country singing woman say anything about it it's just what the hell it's just unbelievable like seriously it is unbelievable double standards are fantastically bizarre yeah i think i read an article that says we need to stop making anna sorokin uh, a feminist icon and blah 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 i'm like okay i don't know that anybody's doing that but you know i yeah yeah, I don't think anybody is at all. I really don't. I just, I, th- I think the person who wrote something like that is kind of feeling triggered maybe by their own misogyny about other people. And they're like, I'm going to pull pour it on Anna Sorkin because that's going to, yeah, she's actually legitimately kind of a, I don't know. That's just. Yeah, no, I mean, surprise, there were a couple of surprises for me. And yeah. surprise number one for me is that and I shouldn't be surprised because that seems to be the treatment that Stars Network gets from the Emmys. Like very few things from the Stars Network gets nominated. True. I, I remember for all the years that Power was out, being like one of the most one of people's favorite shows on, on any Sunday night, really giving it to shows like Game of Thrones and things like that. Power almost never got nominated, and and I think Omari Hardwick got nominated once, maybe, for a Golden Globe or something like that. But, like, there was some really... Power was really, really a good show. And, of course, after Power, the show's creator, Courtney Kemp, I believe, she devised this entire Power universe where she's telling you the backstory, the prequel of most of the characters, the character that... Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent, used to play on Power. The character is named Kanan. I think one of the best things that came out of the Power books was 
raising Kanan, with the backstory of Kanan as the villain and whatever. And the actress who plays the mother of Kanan, Patina Miller, she is, wow, Jocelyn, she is absolutely fantastic. Like, this lady is the show. If you watch Raising Kanan, you will be, like, floored by the performance of Patina Miller. And no nomination. And the young kid, well, he's about maybe a little younger than my son, so 19 and 20, maybe, that plays, that does the young 50 Cent, the young Curtis Jackson, or Kanan in that respect. His name is, I think, Mekai Henderson. Okay. He, too, is brilliant. But those are the two people that I'm highlighting. Cast-wise, this show is, I'm telling you, this is something out of this world. Okay, and no nomination, no nominations whatsoever. And to me, that's like, there's something wrong with that. There's something absolutely wrong with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's for, because, I mean, Power is, as you've said, a, a fantastic show. It's an incredibly popular show, very, uh, you know, influential in terms of pop, pop culture and, and, and things like that. So that's kind of unforgivable because in you know for something like game of thrones to consistently every single year be nominated and win everything is ridiculous so it's like one missing one season of something is forgivable it's like okay this kind of went under the radar for you for whatever reason but you, you know the next year you were like oh well, this show is really good and, and let's go ahead and nominate some folks for it and to never really fix that mistake is 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 I, you know, uh, an example of a systemic problem that's yeah. going on in, in Hollywood and, and everywhere else. Yeah, I, I definitely believe that. And also, Blackish, you know, last, last season, that's another show that has also come out with a lot of tentacles, you know, from Blackish to Grown Age and this and that. And Blackish became a, a cultural revolution. And Blackish talked about, in the moment, a lot of issues that we're talking about uh, were talked about at everyone's kitchen tables, especially during the heights of, you know, the Obama presidency and uh, Black Lives Matter issues. So there was a lot going on that Blackish brought to us in a way that it was palatable and also there was a non-preachy message there, you know. Yeah. So so yeah. In, in the cast, and we, we watched the kids grow up, you know, Anthony Anderson, you know, as sort of like the background character of Kenya Baharis, who is the, the inventor of the show, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross as, as Rambo. And, yeah, the kids and Lawrence Fishburne as Pops. <laughs> I mean, it was... This show deserved an adieu from from the Emmys. And yeah. to get no nomination to me is just also something that I, I don't I don't understand. Another surprise for me, and I'm gonna leave it at that, is the nomination of the nomination of Selena Gomez only as producer to Yes <laughs> to yes. all the murders in the building. And then you get yes. of, of course Martin Short and, and and Steve Martin are going to get nominated, but oh God forbid, we would nominate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I had forgotten that one, but that one kind of kind of was like, what the hell would that one? Because she's this she's as important as I mean, they're all equally important. You can't you don't have the show without all of them together. So. I, I don't understand. And I know that Steve Martin and Martin Short both spoke out about it. Like, what, what the shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, and, what are you guys guys doing? Uh, like, really? Deservedly um, so. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad they did because, yes. I mean, they, uh, you know, they're obviously at a point in their careers where they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Zero fucks to me. And, and, and I'm glad that they're using that to be like, no, this isn't right. This is totally not right. Yeah. It's, it's just and, an amazing thing, man. You know, I, if I was Selena Gomez, I would be 
I would be, of course, upset. But I would also be thrilled to know that Steve Martin and Martin Short have my back. Yeah, have be your like, back. yeah. yeah. If yeah, you want two people to have your back, there you got it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> these are the two people <laughs> with Hollywood. These are the two people you really want to have your back. That's for sure. <laughs> I know that I said that we weren't going to talk about outstanding variety talk shows. But, but yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Because there's a couple of shows there that I want to predict. Okay. And I don't even know what we're predicting because... We know last week, tonight, we'll win it. <laughs> but let's do that, right? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to start with our Outstanding Variety Talk series. Last week, tonight, with John Oliver, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Late Night with Seth Meyers, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and Jimmy Kimmel Live. My prediction is, okay, so the only competition I can see to last week, tonight, to be honest, is actually The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Because mm -hmm. Trevor Noah has come a long way, Jojo. Uh, I have to say, <laughs> you know. I'm not saying that Trevor, when he took over for John for John Stewart, uh, I'm not saying he was bombing. That's not what I'm saying. But I think the show changed so much. It's one thing for, for a show to change host, and it's another for a show to change host and format. Yes. And I think Trevor did a lot of, not Trevor, but like there was a lot of things that happened that changed the show. And it became a little bit, at least for me, a little too, not, not even watered down, but a completely different show than The Daily Show. Yes. And so I, st I stopped watching, you know. Trevor, for me, he's always been a good stand-up comedian even in his brief time, during his brief time in Britain. But I don't know that I have, I would have introduced a, a non-native comedian to host a show that, that is, that dives so deep into US politics. That's just me, but apparently it worked, <laughs> you know, because Trevor and the crew they're, they're, they're thriving right now. And they've, they've, they've done a great job, at least in the past two years that I can think of. What do, what, what do you say? Yeah, I, I agree with you that the, the first season or few, because like you, I, I, I did end up not stop watching for a while. We're, we're kind of rough, honestly. And I'm not saying that they were bad, just that it was you kind of felt like everybody was struggling a little bit yeah. and it was, it was sort of too painful to watch, you yeah. know, cause you really wanted them to succeed and you wanted it to do well. But at the same time, it was like, I just can't, I'm too invested in this. I need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically my feeling. So yeah, no. And I agree with you that they've, I think come into their own and realized the message that they want to send and the way they want the show to be as opposed to still figuring it out. So I think, as you said, they've come, a, they've come a long, long way and, and that's fantastic. And we were talking about outstanding, outstanding variety talk series. Uh, now we are going to move on to outstanding reality competition series, which we don't care for. Um, <laughs> Judge what you got. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So I have the nominations of The Amazing Race, Top Chef, RuPaul's Drag Race, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, The Voice, and Nailed It. Well, Watch Out for the Big Girls is a surprise, but again, to a certain extent, Lizzo is a little darling of every critics. And so this is Lizzo's show on Amazon Prime. I haven't, I don't know what it's about. I suppose it's about big girls. Yeah, I haven't watched it and I, I love Lizzo, so I don't know why I haven't watched it. I think it's it, about dancers, like dancers that are like, you know, big bodied or whatever. But, you know, if anyone can get away with something like that and make it likable and lovable and embraceable and huggable, is Lizzo, so so I'm happy with that nomination, and I hope she wins it. To be honest with you, I, I don't know, I don't care about any other, <laughs> or any other of the shows in this category. I think nailed it. Also, is a good, uh, is a good candidate. What do you say, George? Yeah, nailed it. Is 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 funny? Like it's like like lighthearted and and kind of silly. And uh, I don't know. I feel like The Amazing Race, Top Chef, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Voice, they, they've been around so long, it's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. 
it's the same thing over and over and over again. And I, and I mean, I know that's it's there's different contestants, and of course, there's different drama every year. But it's it's kind of cool to see some sort of different takes on the same old stuff. So yeah, yep, I'll drink to that then. So let's move on then to outstanding supporting actress in a limited series or TV movie. We have Connie Britton, The White Lotus, Jennifer Coolidge, The White Lotus, Alexandra Daddario, The White Lotus, Caitlin Deaver, Dopesick, Natasha Rothwell, The White Lotus, Sydney Sweeney, The White Lotus, Mayor Winningham, Dopesick. Is it fair to say that somebody from The White Lotus is going to win this one? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, considering that that seems to be the only, um, well, <laughs> practically the only show they considered at all. <laughs> the law of probability <laughs> dictates. The law of averages, yeah. speaking here. And dictates like, okay, this is, go this is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But we shall see. But any predictions for you, Jojo? I am predicting Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus, not to disparage anybody else or anything. I've watched a few episodes of The White Lotus and I can say I did not care for it at all. What is it about? But it is about a behind, it's sort of behind the scenes and the scenes of a, a, a very exclusive resort. Okay, so that's what it's about. Yeah, with no like sci-fi or anything like that. Like there's no like bizarreness like that going on. It's just like a typical drama yeah. dramedy sort of there's there's goofiness going yeah. on but i just i personally didn't enjoy the few episodes i saw but jennifer coolidge is I, i i like her very much and from everything i've read especially this season of the white lotus she is apparently like the whole driving force of the show from everything i've read like like the show would essentially not exist if it weren't for her so i don't know but that's just my, my pick. I also heard that she wanted out of the show. She wanted her character to be uh, taken out, and then all of a sudden, now she's nominated, and this happens to be her best season on the show. So. Yeah, yeah, kind of interesting there. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it takes, you know, pushing a little bit to get your character to become interesting or to get something good out of a show. So maybe they're like, okay, so if you don't see the value of your character will make it so that you stay and uh, it happened. Yeah. But that could be Yeah, honestly, I tend to think that somebody from the White Lotus is going to win it, but at the same time, we know that Caitlin Deaver was really good on Dopsick. Yeah. Mayor Winningham who played her mother also was fantastic. Mayor Winningham is a is a is yes. a is a consummated actress. Um yeah. and so, you know, I I don't doubt that you know, these nominations are deserved. And, you know, if I, if it were up to me, because it's the show that I'm more familiar with, I would put forth Caitlin Diver to win it. But again, one, okay. two, three, four, five nominations for the White Lotus. Yeah, let's give that one to them. <laughs> <laughs> And so now we move on to Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or TV Movie. Okay, so we have Murray Bartlett for The White Lotus, Jack Lacey for The White Lotus, Will Poulter for Dopesick, Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy, Peter Sarsgaard for Dopesick, Michael Stuhlbarg, Dopesick, and Steve Zahn, The White Lotus. Okay, now things are a little bit more even. And yeah. we had an episode where we talked about Dopesick, and we particularly talked a lot about Michael Stuhlbarg's prowess as an actor, as a, as a character actor. But I think he, in my view, has definitely walked away from that label and became an absolute leading man, if you will. Yeah. And I think this nomination not only is deserved, but out of all the uh, supporting actors nominated on for Dope Seek, I would give it to him. What do you say? I agree with you. Yeah, I do. I completely agree with you. I, I want him to win it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been I've been watching this man do his thing uh, as a supporting actor for the longest time, and he's always always brilliant. There's something he brings to each one of his characters that 
however brief their appearance might be in a show, you want to see more of it. So this is the man, really. really. Agreed. Agreed. So let's move on then to outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie. I've got Tony Collette for The Staircase, Julia Garner, Inventing Anna, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story, Margaret Qualley, Maid, and Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. Let me hear what you have to say first, Judge. <laughs> this is this is this is interesting to me because it's it's a, a much wider like they didn't just pick one show, so I don't I, I'm confused as to how that happens as to like with the supporting actor or actress. Okay, we're going to nominate everybody supporting from this one show, but the lead is going to be <laughs> you know twelve different shows. I, I don't I don't <laughs> I'm confused by their process, but whatever. This is difficult for me because there's a bunch of really talented women here, actresses, and I would like Margaret Qualley to win for yeah. Maid. Yeah, I would. As much as I love, for example, Tony Collette and Julia Garner, I haven't seen Pam and Tommy, but and Sarah Paulson is always fantastic. I just, I just, I don't know. I really liked. I really liked I really liked Margaret Qualley in Maid. Yeah, so I have to say I haven't seen Pam and Tommy. Julia Garner, I think she was okay. She was okay on inventing Anna. Remember we talked about it and I talked about how I felt like sometimes she dropped accents and, and it was a yes. bit confusing for her. But the acting yes. chops, of course we know she has it and she, she was really good here. I don't think yes. that she really looked a lot like Anna Delvey or Anna Sorokin. There is a a slight face chubbiness that Anna, the real Anna Sorokin has that I don't think you can see that on Julia Garner's face. So I didn't think the resemblance was there. And so it was a bit hard. Like you could only see Anna Sorokin when she wore the black rimmed glasses. But I feel like Anna, Anna Sorkin might be a bit taller than her also. And it's not the same body type or anything like that. So I think the acting was pretty much what, what did it. And add to that the fact that her accent was a bit uh, shabby. So I, I don't know that. But the nomination, yes. But winning it, I don't know. But what I can tell you though is that I did watch a couple of episodes of Impeachment, American Crime Story. And... Okay. Sarah Paulson is really, really good because I had to look up the character that she was playing, which was based on a real person. I, I also think that, what's her name, Beanie Feldstein, or Fieldstone or whatever, you know, Seth Rogen's sister. No, no, no. Is it Seth mm -hmm. Rogen's sister? No, the other dude's sister. Jonah Hill's sister. <laughs> okay. Was, was really good as Monica Lewinsky. Like, she embodied a lot of Monica Lewinsky, even though she doesn't necessarily look a lot like Monica Lewinsky, who I might say, after turning 40, has, is like one of the hottest women, <laughs> women I've ever seen. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she is. She's so very different fantastic. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Beanie Feldstein did a, Feldstone did an absolutely fantastic job uh, playing her. And Sarah Paulson was great. I just didn't really agree with the whole fat suit thing, mm -hmm. you know. So another person could have played that, to be honest with you. And and this is where yeah. I stand. You know, I, I understand that actors are actors. And, and I think Brian Cox made a very valuable point about what we have to see when actors play a character that someone else could have played that physically fit the, those descriptions. I understand Brian Cox's point, but there are certain things that for me are not negotiable. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. I think there are actors that are a certain body type that deserve to get a job playing characters that are a certain body type, as opposed to, you know, Sarah Paulson putting on a fat, putting on fat suit suit to play a certain body type that's me yeah yeah no i i you know we're both in accord when it comes to the fat suit thing like that's not that's not, not that's okay not 
It's not okay. Like padding is one thing, you know, like if you're playing a character who starts out, you know, as like a, a, a younger dude or whatever, and you have to, and you don't age, but they, they, the character ages. And of course they get a little bit of a beer belly or something right. like that. To me, that's yeah. different, but like a full on fat suit with the whole, yeah. you know. Like when we watch yeah. Dr. Dr. Death, right? Yes, that's actually what I yeah. was thinking of. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. the same character, and it started at a body type, and it ended at a body type, and you're clearly not going to change actor for that. So the yeah. padding or the fat suit, for that matter, it, it's not completely not. Again, there are always the the gray lines. Yeah, it's a little cringy, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's not the same as a full fat suit for the whole yeah, thing. That, that's what we're talking about here. So let us then move on to out, outstanding <laughs> lead actor in a limited series or TV. So did we predict then? So you said Margaret Qualley. Yeah, but I, we didn't hear from you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking on this one. Uh, you know, not yeah. picking, okay. Because like the Tony Collette, I haven't watched The Staircase, but whatever. You know, Lily James, uh, Pam and Tommy, again, I don't care. <laughs> Sarah Paulson, I think, was good here, but again, you know my my situation. So Amanda Seyfried uh, with the dropout, the character she plays is is such a non likable character that I don't mm -hmm. care either. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's it. <laughs> okay, that makes sense to me. All right, so go on, Jojo. <laughs> so let's see. So we have outstanding lead actor in a limited series or TV movie. Colin Firth for The Staircase, Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven, Oscar Isaac for Scenes from a Marriage, Michael Keaton from Dope Sick, Himesh Patel for Station Eleven, and Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy. This one, this one right here is... Uh, Interesting. Shit, man. Sometimes I don't envy anybody's job picking these ones, to be honest with you. I yeah. we'll pick Wimos. So what do you say, Yuju? Let's see. I uh, I know who I want to win. <laughs> I, I I want Himesh Patel to win because he's so fucking good. Like it's uh, he's fantastic. But I think Andrew Garfield is gonna win it. Yeah. I do. I have just. I just have this feeling Andrew Garfield's going to win. Okay. Because I did watch. I did watch Under the Banner of Heaven, and he puts in a great performance. He really, really does. You did say he was dope. Yeah, he really does. It's, but let's not forget that Michael Keaton is here too. <laughs> Michael Keaton too. <laughs> Michael Keaton here, and Colin Firth is there too. Yes, he is. This is this is a very talented group of folks here. Along with Sebastian Stan, Pam and who you know, Tommy, yes, Pam and Tommy, who we loved in the in the movie we reviewed. Yeah, fresh, fresh, fresh. yes, yes, yes. Sebastian Stan is has really sort of like shaken the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe off of himself. The whole Winter Soldier stuff, sort of like. Yeah. And said, I'm going to act in other movies and I'm going to force you motherfuckers to see that I'm more than the Winter Soldier. And by God, he's done it. You know. Yeah. He's done it. <laughs> he really has. He really has. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, we want Himesh Patel. Because I, 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 of course, I want Himesh Patel to win it. But my prediction is Michael Keaton. And your prediction is Andrew Garfield. Isn't it? Yeah. Yep. All right, then. So let's move on to Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. So we have Alex Borstin, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Hannah Einbinder, Hacks, Janelle James, Abbott Elementary, Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live, Sarah Niles, Ted Lasso, Shirley Ralph, Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple, Ted Lasso, and Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso. Okay, this also is a big league kind of shit. Um, so I have some picks here, and all of them are excellent. I haven't watched okay. for at least the last three seasons. I've not watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but I can tell you for a fact that Alex Borstin is definitely 
deserving of that nomination. That's that's a fact, you know. Hannah Einbinder, we've talked about her matching up to the energy of what's her name, the lady from Lynch, from 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 uh, Hacks. Jean Smart. Jean Smart, and she is absolutely fantastic. The nomination is deserved. Now, one of the most talked about shows in the last year is Abbott Elementary. And I've not watched this show, I have to say, but I've heard wonderful things about it. So Janelle James and Sherry Lee Ralph, especially Sherry Lee Ralph, who we know and love from the times of Moesha. <laughs> uh, yeah. But my favorite nomination here is Sarah Niles. Ted Lasso is is a force to be reckoned with. But this season, what Sarah Niles has done for the show, what Sarah Niles has brought to the show is an amazing thing and is the only character that can be taken seriously. And it's the only serious character in the show. And her interaction with the character that Jason Sudeikis played is worth everything what she's done again, what she's done for the show, what her character has done for the show. But like, I seriously cannot see anybody else playing this therapist than Sarah Niles. And Sarah Niles has been on everything. And I don't know, I haven't looked back to see if she's had any BAFTA nominations or anything like that. But when I tell you that this Emmy nomination for me is absolutely crucial for her, and I'm pulling for her. I want her to win this. Probably she won't. But this is my pick. What say you, Jojo? I want her to win, too. I haven't gotten to watch Ted Lasso yet, but I, I know it's a fantastic show. I've read about her performance in this and how fantastic she is. And, of course, she's been in some of my favorite shows ever, including I May Destroy You. Yes. So, yeah, I want her to win this one, too. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, let's let's cross our fingers here. You know, <laughs> she need, she needs to win. I understand that a lot of people were surprised that she was nominated in a good way, yeah. but uh, more than just nominated, she she needs to win. Yeah, I I'm 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 with you. So yeah, we move on then to outstanding support and actor in a comedy series. So we have Anthony Kerrigan for Barry, Brett Goldstein or Goldstein for Ted Lasso. Tohib Himo, Jimo? Jimo. Himo? Jimo. Ted Lasso, Jimo, okay. Ted Lasso, Nick Mohammed, Ted Lasso, Tony Shaloub, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary, Henry Winkler for Barry, and Bowen Yang for Saturday Night Live. Okay. So I have to say, for me, the surprise here is the nomination of Bowen Yang. And I love Bowen Yang. I do really, really love Bowen Yang. I think he has brought something to Saturday Night Live that we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, there were a lot of dudes, there have been a lot of dudes on Saturday Night Live who are great at playing queer characters, have been great and, you know, have done comedy with playing queer characters and not make it, make it ridiculous. Bowen, being himself queer, has taken that to a level that is an art. <laughs> and I, I love him for that. I Bowen Yang is so likable too. Like he's just he's just an adorable motherfucker. <laughs> this is a dude that I would love to be friends with, you know, just to just go out to the pub and have some fun. <laughs> That's the yeah. kind of dude that he is. So I'm happy for the nomination, but I'm kind of surprised because uh, if you take a look around, there have been some other actors at least this past season on Saturday Night Live that have done, have been a bit more crucial. There is a new dude, like I don't remember his name, but he plays a mean fucking Trump. <laughs> the, but, but it's it's because he has mastered the lingo. A lot of people are good at at mimicking Trump, but but they don't. They're not too on point as to the nonsense that uh, Trump talk talks, but this guy is. 
the way he does it, it's like you can close your eyes and listen to the man and say, are you sure that's not Trump? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's an amazing thing. So so I don't know. I, I would have gone. James Austin Johnson? That guy. <laughs> that okay. guy. Okay. Look him up, Jojo. Look him up. The, 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 the way that Trump runs from one thing to another, that ADHD, that verbal ADHD that he has, this guy mastered it in a way that you say, but he's doing exactly what Trump would do. He's talking exactly the, the amount of nonsense that Trump can throw at you in one minute. So, yeah. That, That's mildly terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that would be my nomination for that. But Boyan, love it, love it. The three people that are nominated from Ted Lasso, the three actors... We know that Brett won it last year. Nick Mohammed is really, really good. The character that he plays is really, really good and has been from the beginning on Ted Lasso, I have to say. So I'm surprised that he wasn't nominated before. So there's that. But my pull is Tohib Jimo. Really. Tohib Jimo this season was fantastic. And there is a part of the story where his and the character of Sarah Waddingham have a little fling. And it, it's so genuine, it's so beautiful, it's so well-written, but the two actors are so good together. You know, Tohib Jimo is obviously a young actor, and Sarah Waddingham has been around for a while. I'm not saying she's old. She's, she's a woman in her 40s. But, but the interaction... The, the story arc is incredibly beautiful because it's a, it's a story of falling in love with, you know, with an age gap and also falling in love with your boss, <laughs> you know, which could be a, a terrible, it, it could be easily taken to, to, to cheesiness mm -hmm. in terms of writing. But here it is, it is, no. No comparison, absolutely. So, so, so Hugh for me is is my peak. He, he he's not gonna win it. Though. I don't think so. Uh, you know, not when you, not when you dominated in Henry Winkler. He's in in the mix. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. So, what do you say, Jim? Uh, this one is hard for me because I I don't I don't really know. I haven't watched any of these shows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I don't, I, I have, I genuinely have no opinion on this one. So um, I'm going to have to pull uh, what you did earlier and say I, I don't have a pick because <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying about about Tohib, and that sounds fantastic, and I have no doubt that you're right whatsoever. I just, I just haven't seen any of it. So I, I'm just not going to pick anybody. I'm going to gracefully bow out of this you're one. Bow out. <laughs> yeah. We have to remember that. You bowed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. We've got Rachel Brosnahan, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quenta Bronson, Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco, The Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning, The Great, Issa Rae, Insecure, Jean Smart, Hacks. I'm going to let you go first, Judge. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I know I read that people were very surprised that, that Elle Fanning was nominated for the great that the great was finally getting some love because apparently there's a, a niche of folks that are that are really a big fan of this show mm -hmm. so i think gene smart's gonna win again i do i think she's gonna win again yeah i'm not gonna i i think so too <laughs> i think so too but like I, I think so too because yeah gene smart Fucking hell. <laughs> She's just so good and not not to disparage anybody else nah, whatsoever, nah. but she's just she's she's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
So here's the thing. I have to say, I stopped watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because I got pissed off at, at uh, Amazon Prime for going weekly with it. Mm -hmm. But also, to a certain extent, it was becoming a bit more of the same for me mm -hmm. with Rachel Brosnahan's character. So it, it, it became a thing where almost all the supporting characters were had a better, a better backstory than Rachel uh, Brosnahan's character, than Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. Maisel was, you know, a woman who, yeah, was doing something revolutionary to a certain extent, but... It worked out for her, regardless of the, the era that it was. She was a white woman in America, so, yeah. Right. <laughs> and with with a certain economic background, that also helped. You know, the, the support system for a woman to say, I'm going to leave this whole married life behind and go out and be a stand-up comedian, that was there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So what's so great about it, if, if you want to, if you ask me, I'm not saying that wasn't that you know that wasn't a revolutionary thing, but we've seen struggles, so we understand struggle in a very different way, you know. So, yeah, enough of that. I haven't watched Abbott Elementary, but from what I've heard, Quinta Brunson deserves this nomination all the way through a hundred percent. But I don't know if I can say I, you know, I don't know what to say about that. To be honest, Kaylee Cuoco, I've heard that the flight attendant is really, really, really good. Issa Rae, what she's done with Insecure is is amazing. But again, Jean Smart with hacks to take such an unlikable character and, <laughs> and make it so adorable is just an amazing thing for me. So let's see what happens. But yeah, that's my prediction too, Judge. Hacks, Jean Smart. Yeah. All right. On we go, Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So we have Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. So we have Donald Glover for Atlanta, Bill Hader for Barry, Nicholas Holt for The Great, Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, and Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one. It is. Any pick? I would like to see Donald Glover win because he's very, very, very talented. Yeah. And I feel like he is not recognized enough for how talented he is in so many different ways. And I know the whole, oh, it's an honor to be nominated crap. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I would like to see, I'd like to see Donald Glover win. Can I say something? If Donald Glover was... British, he would be nominated for a BAFTA every year. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm serious. This, this dude is like, do you understand how good this guy is? It's not a question of he's okay at this and he's great at this. He's okay at that. He's a great yeah. musician. He's a great poet. He's a great actor. He's a great director. He's he's great. And he's yeah. fucking young, too. Yes, he's, <laughs> yes, he's very, very young. <laughs> so, man, I'm telling you. This this guy is amazing. But Bill Hader, to me, has always been a surprise because for a guy to be... Bill Hader was one of the guys at Saturday Night Live, so he had some great characters or whatever, but, like, no one expected Bill Hader to leave Saturday Night Live and to have such a fantastic afterlife. Um, True. And Barry has been a great, great show. So... Deserves a domination. And also, I wouldn't be mad if he won it. Steve Martin and Martin Short, the nomination is deserved. But for me, I think I would hate to see one win and the other not. If they could split in two, excellent. What do you say? Agreed. If they could be co-winners, I would be okay with that. But Agreed. we know that's not going to happen, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the reason why I didn't, part of the reason why I didn't pick them either, yeah. either one of them, because it's like, no, I, they both need to win it, as you said. And, yeah. and of course, Jason Sudeikis, wow. The yeah. second season of Ted Lasso has been, and by the way, the next season of Ted Lasso is going to be the final one. So there's okay. that. But the second season of Ted Lasso, one thought, 
yeah, maybe it was a fad of the first season or whatever. No. Second season yeah. was as good, as good, if not better. Because Jason, I think Jason has a lot of fun playing this character. But also, he, it's a character that is very close to his heart. And he mm-hmm. understands this character in a very different way. I don't know if he based the character on in a amalgamation of people that he's met throughout his life. I know that he says the mustache is his dad's mustache for as long as he can remember. <laughs> <laughs> but Ted Lasso, the character of Ted Lasso, is an amazing invention. And I wish a lot of people could could see that and, and recognize that Jason Sudeikis is not only getting all of these accolades because, you know, Ted Lasso is popular. It has a lot to do with Jason, uh, Jason Sudeikis' talent. So do not be surprised if he won it this time. And if he does yeah. win it, it's also very well deserved, as deserved that it was last, as it was last year. Outstanding support and actress in a drama series, we have Patricia Arquette Severance, Julia Garner Ozark, Jung Ho Young, Squid Game, Christina Ricci, Yellow Jackets, Ray Sehorn, Better Call Saul, J. Smith Cameron, Succession, Sarah Snook, Succession, Sydney Sweeney, Euphoria. What say you, Jojo? What say you? <sighs> this is this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is really hard. Patricia Arquette in Severance mm-hmm. is really, really good. And I don't always like Patricia Arquette. I mean, you know, I've had some issues with with, with characters that she's played and, and her acting style. But in in Severance, she is fascinating to me, this character that she plays and the way she plays her. Yeah. And I... I, there is a talent and required there that could be so heavy-handed that it would be, I don't know, like a cartoon. But she's she doesn't, and I. Her character is also important to the show, and I, I. So I'm I'm gonna go with Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Yeah, that's my pick. Okay. So. I am very happy for a nomination here. It is the nomination of Racy Horn. Mm-hmm. Racy Horn has for a long time been one of my favorite actresses. She's very silent to a certain extent. Like she, she, her acting style is not very flashy. But you can expect every character she plays to be a fabulous human being, even when it's a terrible person. Like I, I don't know if I, that even makes sense. It, it's just it does. It's just like. There's a there's a deeper background to each one of her characters. And in Better Call Saul, she is the one person that keeps Saul on his toes mm-hmm. and that avoid him really falling into the abyss. And she is an incredible actress. And I don't know how she's been missed for so long. Uh, in terms of nomination. Uh, having said that, I don't know if she's going to win it because I think Jung Ho Yeon from Squid Game is going to win this one. Think so? Yes, I think so because she was good. She was good. That, that girl was good, man. I'm like, <sighs> All right. So enough of that. Outstanding support and actor in the drama series. What you got, Jojo? Nicholas Braun for Succession, Billy Crudup for The Morning Show, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Park Hae-soo for Squid Game, Matthew McFadden for Succession, John Turturro for Severance, Christopher Walken for Severance, and Oh Young soo for Squid Game. I don't know why I'm having such a trouble saying Squid Game today. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I'm not drunk, I swear. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. So here's my prediction, if you want it. And I, yes. and like, I know that there's a lot of succession, 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 succession. Yeah, there's a lot of that. 
But Oh Young Soo is going to win for Squid Game. That's the old okay. dude from Squid Game. The old dude yeah. from Squid Game is going to win this one, and it ha he has to. Yeah, he has to. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm not going to back down. He has to. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> really, Judge? You, you know? I really do. <laughs> okay. I really, really do. I, I agree with you. I'm glad we, I'm glad we agree on this one. <laughs> and, and like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's fine. I'm just yeah, saying no, that, was... that that's the dude, man. Yeah, this no, is it. I agree. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. All right. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series is going to be Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark, Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show. Zendaya, Euphoria. So, I've heard a lot of people complain about the very latest season of Killing Eve. I think it's the last one too, the finale. It is. And yes. apparently, the show has gone down the drain. Has gone down the drain, and blah blah blah. And so, so a lot of people are upset at the nomination of both Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh. But I say they don't write the show. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. So they do their jobs, and the if they're nominated, the nomination is deserved. I, 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 I'm not going to gripe about that. Having said that, I've only watched, I think, the first two seasons of Killing Eve, and I kind of gave up because I, I just can't do the whole week-after-week week show thing. Mm -hmm. And so when I watched it, the two seasons were available. <laughs> so I binge-watched that, and then I moved on. The morning show, I think the first season was fantastic. We talked about it. We had we had a show, a whole episode about it. I haven't gone back to watch the second season, and but from what I, from what I've read, people are kind of surprised that Reese Witherspoon is the one that gets got, got the nomination, given the fact that they think that Jennifer Aniston's character actually. Um, sort of like carries the show more than it is with his character does. So, but I don't know. Now, my pick is freaking Laura Lini. Boy, she was good. She, she's been good for seasons in and out on Ozark. She has been amazing. So, I'm going to stay with that one. This is me right there. You, Jojo? <laughs> this one's hard for me because I, I, I would like to see either Sandra O oh or Laura Linney win it because Jodie Comer has won for Killing Eve, yeah. but Sandra O oh has not. But at the same time, you're right about Laura Linney; she's fantastic. But I, I also wouldn't be mad about anybody else winning. Yeah, yeah <laughs> to be honest, yeah. you know, like it's there it's. But I think I think I agree with you. My pick is going to be Laura Linney too. I think she's going to be the one that takes it home. Oh, and by the way, that's not to say that I don't think Zendaya is magnificent in Euphoria. I've read a lot Correct. about Correct. about his Zendaya play, uh, Zendaya's role on on Euphoria, and I've heard that she is incredible. So again, yeah. everyone who's deserved in this category are are deserving, and if they won, if any one of them who wins. Is, is fine by me. I'm just saying my pick is Laura Linney. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Because I've heard fantastic things about Zendaya too. Yeah. Zendaya, but I, I just don't, for some reason I don't see her winning it and I don't know why. So if she wins, hooray. She has been becoming a bit of a little darling of of, of, uh, of the award shows. And I think she won True. either, well, did she win Golden Globe or Emmy? Was it Golden Globe that she won? I think it was a Golden Globe. Yeah, for for Euphoria. So uh, you never know. All right then, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Uh, let's see. So we have Brian Cox for Succession, Lee Jung Jae for Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Adam Scott for Severance, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Mm -hmm. I want to hear you, Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of talked about Adam Scott last week, so 
when, when, when he got nominated, I was like, let me, I want to see what Juju thinks of this nomination. <laughs> so I love Bob Odenkirk. Brian Cox is fantastic. Lee Jung Jae was fantastic. Jeremy Strong, of course, is good. Everybody on the list is great. Yeah. But Adam Scott, who is an actor that I have never cared for <laughs> at all, is, and that's not to say that I don't think he's talented. I just never cared for him. That's, that's for whatever reason, again, yeah. one of my weird little things. But he is so good in this, and he is so so good in this that it's 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 the kind of thing that there's layers upon layers upon layers of how good he is it's the kind of performance that when you're paying attention to it is just jaw-droppingly fantastic so i i i want him to win yeah i i saw this yeah. one coming Georgia. i saw this one coming <laughs> yeah yeah man this one is hard for me because yeah. I haven't watched Severance. So, uh, uh, and I will, I trust completely that what you say about Adam Scott, Scott is, is definitely that. Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong are insane, the one and the other. Jeremy Strong has his issues, but you can't deny that he's an absolutely wonderful actor. He's a crazy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> nuts, absolutely fucking nuts, but he is great. And Brian Cox, no one has managed to say fuck off with such artfulness. <laughs> and the character that he plays is amazing, and he only he could do that. But again, I think when you have Lee Jung Jae nominated in the midst of all these great actors because of the phenomenon that Squid Game was and has been, mm -hmm. you, I think it's a safe bet to pick Lee Jong Jae, okay. uh, at least for me. But we, we, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, outstanding limited series, Jojo? So we have Dope Sick, the Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. So who do you think is going to win this one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I really don't know. There, there's, I, to me, there, there's a lot of surprises on there. I, I, and I haven't seen Pam and Tommy. But for whatever reason, I was very surprised it was nominated for anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just was 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 odd to me. I saw some of the White Lotus and did not enjoy it at all. But that's that's just me. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna pick Dope Sick. Yeah. Yeah, because Dope Sick is a fantastic series, and fantastic cast, yeah. and fantastic writing, and yeah, I picked Dope Sick. I you know, I can understand why you'll pick, and I I I will pick the same too. But I definitely don't think it's going to win it. Uh, I think uh, there's something more sensational about Pam and Tommy or Inventing Anna or the dropout for that matter. So it's going to be one of those three for me. I, I'm not picking one, you know, I'm picking Dopsy, mm -hmm. but I think, mm -hmm. I think the bottom line is going to be between those three, the dropout, Inventing Anna and Pam and Tommy. Yeah, I think you're right. I would be really surprised if the White Lotus even wins it. Yeah. It might might be dark horse. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding comedy series. We have Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. What do you say? Uh, Hacks. 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 Yeah, and and. Fantastic list. Yeah, this, this <laughs> I love that only murders in the building is on here. I love that what we do in the shadows yeah. is on here. Fan Abbott Elementary, wonderful. I just think Hacks is going to win. I think this is where they're going to surprise everybody. Okay. So for me, they're going to either kill us with only murders in the building or okay. Abbott Elementary. 
for, for me, those are like the underdogs here. Agreed. And I think they're going to go with an underdog. Okay. Curb Your Enthusiasm is a surprise nomination, but mm -hmm. it has been a long time coming for Larry. So there's that. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Outstanding Drama Series. We've got Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Jojo, tell me. Squid Game. Squid Game? Squid Game. You sure? Because Stranger Things is there, man. Stranger Things um, person. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stranger Things. This was a better season. Season four was better than season three. But at the same time, there's was some, I don't want to say lazy writing, but some repetitive writing going on in there. Mm -hmm. And again, fantastic show, but I think Squid Game. Okay. I actually think you're right. So, so I'm not going to argue with you there. I just, you know, wanted to win. So I, w I was kind of like nudging you to pick uh, Stranger <laughs> Things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure Stranger Things is there? <laughs> but no, it's fine. Uh, all right, so that's it. We we have made our calls, and some of them we have not been brave enough to even make a pick. You can say that. We're cool yeah. with that. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's fine. You know. We are wimp. Wimps. And so on the, it's fine. the day after the Emmys, we are going to have another live show where we'll discuss the winners and the losers, the, the surprises, of course, and see how many of them we um, we picked right. Yeah. But we, Jojo and I, are going to call it a day. We have to say, yeah, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and the Twitter. The social medias. The social medias. You will find Jocelyn on Instagram as, and you will find me on Instagram and on Twitter as Mr. Puzzetta. That's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. This podcast also can be followed on Twitter as Kicking and Streaming. Go to our website, kickinandstreamingpodcast.com, which is where you will find any app where you prefer to listen to your favorite podcast and then you'll know where to find us then on our website you also will find a little button that will lead you to uh what is it called buy me a coffee buy us a coffee yeah. yeah buy me a coffee and then if you've ever thought about oh i would like to give a gift to jojo and graham for the wonderful little show whatever then do that we'll be really appreciative of that uh for now we are going to call it today. So for me and for Jojo, this is goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group. <laughs>